Please welcome the inebriated cast of Section 304. We shouldn't have played the old Golden Blue! Owen Smith, like a runaway beer truck. Snaps it anyway. Greer lobs it in the air. Oh, what a catch, Gary Jennings! West Virginia is a special place. Welcome to the Section 3 or 4 podcast where we're drinking beers, talking eaters. Stop. You don't get to introduce this shit today. Not today, my friend. As, as old man Crypt Keeper, of course, I would say not so fast. Welcome to the 304 Podcast <laughs> with myself, Crumb, and apparently a fucking Herd fan now. Name Yost. No, not a Herd fan. Just went down and watched a football game with some friends. Well, what's weird is when we said, hey, let's do this on Saturday. What did he say? Oh, yeah. His response was, I can't do it. I just worked the Hoover game. No, Which that's it, not why I said I couldn't do it. There's receipts. You said, <clears throat> there's I receipts. Just, you said, I just now got done working the Hoover game. I did, and I said, I can't do Saturday. And but, it was 11.30, and I thought to myself, well, this is strange. I work late on Fridays all the time, but I could do a Saturday. And there was never a no. reason given of why you couldn't do it, and we didn't press. No, I'll tell you. I mean, I'll tell you why I couldn't do it at 10 a.m. I wasn't. I didn't leave down there to go down there till 11.30, 12.30 in the afternoon. I'm trying to get my house together, and I painted downstairs in my basement yesterday morning. It sounds like you had Then a he got a raging hurt on. Yeah. Full oh, fucking Jesus. hurt on. So you're, you're, you're not allowed to introduce the show today. Okay. And as I said, there better be buns at the end of that green and white rainbow, because if there ain't and you just went for fun, there's a problem. I got it. But on to bigger and better things. Let's go. Thursday night was rocking up there, wasn't it, Crumb? Yes. The largest crowd in Pittsburgh sports history, and that is a that is not a small city. That is a city with major pro sports. No, I mean you're talking about big games against Steelers and the Ravens. You're talking about the Yankees coming to town at PNC Park. You're talking about Stanley Cup playoffs at PNC or uh, PPG 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 yep. Arena. The but yet, largest crowd in WVU Pitt history. Puts in 70,622 people in Eckershire or whatever it is, stadium. Heinz Field. I will say that ESPN, I'm not sure where they got their numbers on the uh, percentage of fans that would be there, but that was fans a showed up. Secondary ticket yeah, that came survey online. Like there was no credibility to that at all. I will say we had a lot of fans up there. I, I'm thinking we had 18 to 20,000, which is a. That's big. Which is a great showing. Um, Pitt, Pitt did show out, and they'll probably show out next weekend when they host Tennessee, and then it's back to 30,000 in a bunch of yellow seats. Against Western Michigan, right? Yeah. Slovis didn't look that great to me. Fuck that guy, fuck Pitt. But what do you think of the game? How do you feel about it as far as our team goes, our performance? Well, I'll say this. I mean, I took notes that I wanted to bring up. But one, let's just let's just shoot right to the good. JT Daniels is a real deal. I mean, agreed. 
there uh, you, you got to see a legit quarterback that we haven't got to see in two years. It's crazy to watch that, wasn't it? It was. I tell you the play that really amplified that to me was when he rolled out and pointed at O'Laughlin saying, go deep. Yeah. And hitting him strong. That was a huge play because that was the drive with less than a minute left. He has absolute pocket presence, awareness, and poise that we have not seen as from a quarterback since Will Greer. Right. And I would venture to say he and Greer are not the same kind of players. Greer could get mobile more. He's probably the best quarterback we've had, uh, this type of quarterback, a pocket presence since Geno. Uh, I can agree with that. Well, and the two back shoulders covered to, in grass to, to early. BFW, we haven't had that for a while since and Greer. Then, and then he says after the game, he's like, they're like, you know, you threw two beautiful passes in there to Bryce Ford. And he's like, you talking about the back shoulder? I've been playing this for a long time. I've been doing that since I was 10. Yeah. He's like, that ain't, that's nothing to me. And then the ball he threw at the end of the game to Reese and a, Hats off to fucking Reese for framing that. I mean, Reese Smith, if if he's not going to make it as a receiver, if he can if he can get behind home plate and catch, he can frame some pitches because yeah. he made that one tough to call. But on the replay at home, you can see the ball skip, and the front of the nose yeah, was already it, it changes trajectory, and so you can see it skip. So there was no doubt it wasn't a catch, but it's a hell of a try by him and a hell of a fucking throw by Daniels. Well, how did the O line look? Running. <clears throat> yeah, but, but, running but, running good, but it depends on what back you have in there. Yeah. Because I think I and here's the thing, all three backs look good. Obviously one stands out more than the other, but the one that stands out more than the other, there was no shiftiness. There was just the whole I'm hitting the hole and I'm it. going. Mathis tries to to Dance. lateral left or right with his first step and make people miss whereas to Donaldson and Johnson just just hit it and go. Um Mathis had a pretty good game. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. By no means right. am I. Am I saying he played bad? I'm saying I that's, like what we got. I like what we have back there. I'm but saying the, from the, watching what the I dancing. Watched, yeah. As soon as Mathis gets it, he's kind of Emmett Smith esque, trying to dance instead of hit the hole f- quick. Where like CJ, CJ was getting that handoff, and he was already busting through the line. The line didn't. All the line had to do when CJ had the ball was a chuck and give him a gap. To will, take off. I he will, ran through a couple nice holes. I will say this about the line. Our boy was on his back too much. <laughs> yeah. Early. I, I early, I early, early. That's probably one of the best defensive lines that you'll face. But with him being having the history he has of being hurt, that jersey's gotta be clean. Yeah. And that has to be their objective with him back there is you keep that jersey clean at all costs because when that guy's in the game, he can fucking he can fling it, and I don't I don't care what kind of nerd he is. I don't care. Like I told you when he when he does, he's a fucking he looks like a dweeb. But mm-hmm. if but he he's can a spin it, if he can spin it, who cares? Well, let's talk about spinning it. I mean that ball to Bryce Ford. Bryce doesn't get tripped up. He I got mean, held. He well, there get, was he, a lot of pass was, interferences yeah. that weren't called. No, there he got a, particularly on that one. That one affected the play because he was going to smoke that guy. He did smoke him, but the timing was off and the it was incomplete. There was there was a deep ball in the first quarter that hit Wheaton's. I, I think it was Wheaton down the left sideline, hit his fingertips, and it was dropped. I think we had like six to eight drops, which is very discouraging. 
because we've had that same problem for the last three years. Well, and that's uh, one of the notes that I wrote was drops and penalties. The, well, and the false starts were just – I mean, that's – but Granted, the false start, two of them were Hubbard I after you, coming in. I think you can clean that up. I think, I think all that can be cleaned yeah. up, and it's game one. But at the same time, for a guy who's so analytics and by the book and, and all this shit, those are the things I don't expect to see from his team. For a guy who relies, you know, he's he's so heavy on the fundamentals and the, and all that. That's the shit you don't expect to see from a team of his. It's been a reoccurring theme for four, for three years. For, yeah, three years. His three years there. Now going into his fourth, that's been that's been over and over. However, when you have that D line in front of you and there's a huge crowd, it's it's different. I was, no, I was, correct. It's, it's different. It is. I so. was talking to Coop last night, and he said that uh, that D line is also very prone to. Uh, yeah, they got, call, well, they they got, got their called, hands back for it. They too. got called for it, yeah. which goes back to what we were talking about at that uh, the night of the game when we were watching it. Because it's Did you very. Watch in Huntington? No, I watched oh, Catherine's okay. Bar okay. Nitro Prick. I wasn't sure. I thought you may have went down to the herd zone and watched. I to the positive. Union? Yeah, is that was, still around? I wasn't positive. I think it is. The Union? Were you down at the Union with no, somebody? I did not go I heard you running an apartment here we go. down there. Keep going. Yeah, I heard you running an apartment in Huntington. But that, neither here nor there. Carry on. JT, I mean, it's it's real visible. JT claps. They all clap now. Well, I know, but I'm just saying there's got to be something that are that – Frazier says or Frazier does or an extra he started bad yeah he started awful that clean that up you know whether it's a snap or saying because when they got called for it I said look I mean it shouldn't be any question if they're going off JT's hand clap but they're not he claps and then there's always like a second or two on Frazier type snap as far as the game itself, this team should win eight easy. I, I'm still – that's what I said. I said I'm still sticking with eight wins. You look I'm at, not discouraged. You look, at, <clears throat> you look at what happened and everything – you know, it's like I told you guys, six to eight drops. Brown says there was two, so I don't know how he counts drops, but there was – Obviously, more I've than heard two. it's well, more like five. There were some that were drops, but they they I, had guys cover cov- like on them. I went back Jeez. and skimmed through some things. I think what Brown is talking about drops are balls that are wide open, wide open through their hands and misses, not oh. the ones that are a little bit overthrown even, or like would have been a great catch. Even with that, even the ones that were overthrown hit hit hands, right? And that's is that not the rule if it hits your hand if it hits your fingertips it's a catchable ball i think i I was disappointed that they never were able to stretch the field those guys prather and ford wheaton never were able to basically hit the deep ball it wasn't for lack of trying i will say one of our listeners my buddy terry sent me a text and blamed you for our loss (laughs) because he said I think Crumb jinxed us. The twenty three thirty eight minute mark into episode one eighty seven. <laughs> stamped. And I quote: <laughs> "We can't turn the ball over this game like we did last year against Maryland." Deggy throws an interception. Next thing you know, we lose the game and we get off on the wrong foot for the season. He said, "It's your fault." How's that my fault? No, he's just saying because you brought you spoke that into existence. Wow. Just just like from well, the Maryland. What else game. did I speak into existence? Let's say here that. No, hold on. What did I tell you was going to happen that happened? A block punt. Yeah. My boy, Anthony Dale Negro, that wasn't the that blew up the wedge. 
Go rewatch it. He blows up the wedge, <laughs> takes out two pit defenders, and CJ goes in there and blocks the punt, stays in the game to score the touchdown. I've never seen that before. You know, a statistical anomaly happened that game. There were a few statistical anom- anomalies. You've got a 90% chance of 90-plus. It's uh-huh. it's really like 93-point-something. block a punt. Yeah. Yeah. But we also have never lost with Neil Brown. Going over 100 going yards. Going over 100 yards. And we, we rushed for, what, 220? Well, I mean, if you – I think without sacks, it's over – Two hundred. We were at one ninety. Did we not give up a sack until the fourth quarter? No, there was one. He fumbled on the goal line. Do you remember that? And we recovered it. Yeah, but that was a sack. Does that get Mathis? Mathis dove back on that ball. I know, but does that get statistically? Does that get marked as a sack? Their defensive linemen are are basically linebackers. Yes, down linemen. I mean, they're all aggressive, very athletic, very aggressive. Not 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 your typical D line build. They're all uh. They all look like linebackers who just get in a stance. <clears throat> and just, that that's a good defensive line. I thought their O line was completely overrated. They didn't even rush for a hundred yards. Yeah, well, they gave up what five sacks. As far as final stats go, we dominated the game. Oh, you look at the stats at halftime. We were done. We were done. We were up. Uh, Daniels had thrown for one hundred eight. Slovis had thrown for like sixty. Our backs were were right around a hundred. Theirs were in the forties or fifties. I think we dominated. I think top went to us. I think time of possession was us. We dominated that game statistically. You look at just the t- the statistics and say who won this game if you took the score out, and we would have. It's an. Abs- oh, I'm, I got them pulled up. I don't agree with that. It's we a- had more penalties. We had more turnovers. I'm talking. Uh, He's talking just. Stat, I'm talking like, just like the stat line, stats, offensive stat yeah. lines. Oh, well. But it, to, not not full game recap. But here's the thing, man: to lose on a fucking freak play like that, and it's just like okay, the drops the drop, but it was it, <laughs> the way the ball came out. It was almost like a volleyball set for a spike. Yeah, that dude is full sprint coming to it, and the ball gets tipped perfectly right in his hands and stride. He and, actually yeah. did a terrible job on that play. Yeah, coverage wise. He, oh yeah, his because Ford was wide open. <laughs> yeah, because if if BFW catches that, he's gone for a touchdown probably. All he's got to do is beat the one guy, right? And then O'Laughlin had one that he dropped in space that I think he had to just truck one guy, and he's picking up at least yeah. another thirty. James dropped the first down. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing that got me was like, all right, you drop that. He takes it back for the pick six. The very next series, we come back and. Ford Wheaton catches two with guys just hanging all over him. Well, let's talk about the catch right before halftime. I mean, JT's arm gets hit. <laughs> yeah. That ball straight. It, I mean, probably this an team, interception. This team last year, that's a pick. Probably. He just went and took it. And Bryce Ford said, not today. That's my ball. And I said coming into this game and this season that we needed more people to go after the 50-50 balls. And Bryce Ford showed right there that. As, as far as anyone going after BF Dub. Well, sit but, down. But see, here's the here, and sit down. That's the problem is, and like I was talking to Jack, who worked with me, he went up, and I was talking to him, and I said, "Here's the bad part. Our fan base is going to blame that kid completely, and they're going to absolutely ignore everything else he did in that game that night." Correct. I said, "All he's going to be remembered for in that game is that one ball." And that's that's such bullshit, and he shouldn't be remembered for that. Not the fact that it's he a, caught two of our touchdowns. It's a bad play. Shit happens. 
at the end of the day, that's a top 25 team. We're picked to be bottom feeders. And that team went to Pittsburgh and absolutely showed out. And I think if you line us up with them 10 times this year, I think we beat them 7 out of 10 minimum. Well, I'll say, I mean, one, what Brown said after the game. He was fired up. Well, he, he shot. wasn't taking any shit but he, off. He shot right at him. They tried to blame the. They tried to blame reporters. Tried to blame BFW on that interception, and he shot right at him. But then let's go on the flip side. I mean, good. You know, uh, Brown should be taken up for him. But then they kind of they shot right at JT Daniels about the interception too. And he said, "Not his fault." No, he said, "I throw that. I throw him that ball a thousand more times, and he catches it." Yeah, he said you throw him that ball that many times, that's going to happen once in a fluke. But Thoughts on the defense? D look good. Secondary is shaky. Big losing pro- Charles well, Woods well, was a problem. We, well, well, the tackling was atrocious. Losing losing, losing Woods was a problem. Yeah. And I'm, I'm interested to see tomorrow. I think it's a high ankle sprain. I hope so. I hope it's nothing major. They well, took you, him. You better hope not. You better hope it's a high. High takes a while. Well, I know, but if – that's a cease, what that's I, lingers the whole year. What yeah. I was going to say was what I was worried about when he first went down, when they first showed it, Yeah, I thought he blew his knee out. Yeah, he was holding so, his ankle, but he was on the sidelines the entire game. I'm well, told, they said, down. I'm, I'm critical of the secondary, but I will say this. They will get a lot better. They will be completely different by the end of this month. Well, My buddy Curry said that Woods, I mean, he was in a walking boot, but he was jumping around jogging. Yeah. It was So hopefully it's just a rolled uh, ankle and call it good. McCormick got tossed for targeting. And then you got to go to the true freshman, uh, Benoit. Benoit. Uh, they kind of picked on him. That's when they went 98 yards. But mm-hmm. the, second, the, the secondary was getting getting worked across the middle pretty heavy. And I don't know if that's based on the coverage you're playing or people being out of place. But well, it looked like we were blitz. We were trying to bring a lot of pressure. Which I mean, not on the last drive though. They went no, soft. no, no. I mean through through the game. That's what I had a problem with here. I know Brown punted, and that's kind of the big storyline. But with how our defense had played the last two possessions, where we only gave up a total of seven yards, and they well, they were, what, third and 30? Because yeah. we had our D-line just chewed them up and had sacks. I kind of get punting. I mean, I get both sides of that. But he, oh, if you want to talk about that right now, let's talk about that We right should, because that's, that's the biggest storyline out of this game. I get both sides – but at the end of the day, you're not at home, right? Well, and and, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna tell me that you need less than a yard, and you have a 245 pound back who's hitting for over 20 a carry at that point, and you're gonna tell me that you don't have that. That just makes me wonder what his belief is and what his thinking is in that situation. You've got to look at your line, and you you've just got to put all the faith in the world in them and, and trust that you're going to get, they're going to get, the they're going to get you that. And to choose to punt, he's an analytics guy and whatever. And he plays that, you know, we pin him. but okay. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if they get, what if we get that punt off and we don't pin him at the eight, right? They get it at the 20. Then you got to go 80 yards or they get it, you know, whatever. There's, there's two sides to every coin, but in my mind, you're not at home. If you go for it and you get that first down, Game that over. crowd starts heading to the exit. 
So and there those, was six minutes left, though. Yeah, but, but that, you get that, that kind of factored into his decision too, because he well, knew if they scored, we would get the ball last. No, and have what, enough what, to no. what factors? That's what he said after the yeah, game. Yeah, know, yeah, but, but but his whole his whole thought process, it, he's too fucking safe. He's too much by the numbers. He's too much by the math. He's he's too safe, and if he continues to play numbers games and play safe and playing not to lose instead of playing to win. We're going to lose a lot of close games. Well, and I knew the numbers would come up, and I've got to give – I was listening to three guys. Yeah, I heard. And here's the thing. I have to give them credit because Barry will give me shit because I'm awful with numbers. But – so to say he's an analytics guy, and I was thinking the same thing. He absolutely is an analytics guy. I know, guy. but the numbers the numbers don't matter <clears throat> on, on that one when you look at it because we had, at the time, right there on that fourth and one – they said that we had an 88.4 chance to win. Getting the first down jumps to 96. If. Yellow pages. Turn, yeah, oh. turn my page. Yellow pages. That's thick paper, too. If we get the first down with six minutes to go, it went to 97. Or by punting them and pinning them, we got 97% chance yeah, to win. Yeah, it's, it's a difference of one point. Right. Right. We, so we go. We go for it and get it. We had ninety six percent chance. Yeah. We pin them back on the eight like we did. We had ninety seven percent chance to win. I mean, if we get stopped, we had an eighty eight percent chance to win. Look, man. I mean, the hey. numbers. So the numbers. When everyone's sitting there saying, "Well, he's very analytical," and I mean, I've been guilty of it too, saying analytics, analytics, analytics. Looking at the analytics, it didn't matter. No, you're right. Um, to, the, I will the, say this though. To your point. Where this program is right now, where Neil Brown is as West Virginia coach, no signature win. It's been pretty much 500 football. You have a chance on the road to really possibly put that game on ice, even with a field goal, mm-hmm. and you don't do it. However, I see both sides of it. I mean, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. No, it's That's not. why he makes $4 million a year. Well, and guess well, what? It didn't work. Here's the thing. The, the run stuff. Only happened, which means they got us for no gain or, or loss. It never happened, happened with 12. No, it never happened with 12. But, I mean, it happened three times. Three times the whole game was for no gain or loss. Three times the whole game. For our two yards for a touchdown, two yards or more for a touchdown or or a first down, we were four for four. It's a on, a on the power rush, which was mainly CJ. It's exact. It's exactly what you expect from him because he's safe. Yeah, and at some point you can't be safe. If, look, you got to go, Dana, and say, "Let's go win the fucking game." Look, if if Is that are you telling me that you want? Yes, yes. I, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I get both sides. Of we it, were averaging five point eight, five point eight yeah. yards a carry. If, here's the thing: if you're at home and you punt that. Okay. Yeah, you hope the crowd gets behind you. Crowd gets behind your D. Crowd's fucking jacked, and, and and you know you have that home field advantage. When you're on the road, and you're playing against the top twenty-five team, you got nothing to lose. You're in the ball game. You have a chance to ice it. You have a chance to send those fans walking to the gates early, and you have a chance to get the Mountaineer fans just fucking jacked, and you take control of that stadium and you deflate their team. You go for it at that point. My feeling on on the fourth and one is the same feeling had we scored down there. You go for two for the exact reason that you said there. You're on the road. You're not at home. At home, fine. Play for the tie 
and go into overtime. You're on the road. You play for the win. Fourth and one, I mean, I feel should have went for it. Under, again, understand the reasoning not to with how well the defense was playing, but at the same time, well, as well as I just, as, I just as hate the, the Monday morning quarterbacks. But here's no, right. The, here's the I thing. mean, that was a sound decision. It was right. a it, – no, 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 I'm not. Yeah. I'm not taking that but, out of and him. And that's what you're always going to get from him. Ten out of ten times he's punting that ball. I don't know, man. Ten out of ten times know. he's punting that ball. He's he's safe. He's safe. He's never, ever, 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 ever going to take that risk. And we were talking about it the other day. Low T says, "Give me an example of a time where his playing safe has cost us." Oklahoma State, 2019. We're up. He he pretty much shuts the offense down. We're in the plays league. not to lose. Oak State comes back and beats us. And he always plays not to lose. Until he stops playing not to lose, we are going to lose close games because better teams are always playing to win. I will say I don't I didn't feel that the clock management was great this game. He's seven his overall record now is seventeen and nineteen. He's under five hundred. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. The clock management at the end of the first half to get that field goal was outstanding. I said overall. Uh-huh. Well, I don't have any beef with this clock. I don't either. I mean, we we had a chance to score. If we don't give up two sacks on that last drive, well, it might be different. Yeah. Well, it's but but the, the whole thing is, and and like I said, man, I get what I get what you're saying. That's that's either way you do it. It's it, I see both sides of the not punting, but just in that situation, he's got to just put his nuts on the table and say, "Fucking stop me." Stop. You're not wrong. You're no you're, you're not, not wrong. wrong. I mean it's, and it's I think, damned if you do, damned if you don't. I think that's the way you have to approach every game on the road. Go for the go stop for the win. Yeah. Stop. Stop me. me. Show me show me your team's better than me Man, because for, well, for a guy who hated Dana Holgerson, you sound a lot like him wrong. this morning. Wrong. Because that motherfucker was going for the win every well, single that, time. That's fine. But Dana also was Dana is lazy in every other aspect of coaching. Correct. So yeah, give me. Man, they they dodged one yesterday. You, Did you all watch that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Triple overtime <laughs> yeah. with UTSA. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, there's no reason to bring him back up into it. I, Dana was not a good recruiter. He lived on JUCOs and transfers and, and, and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, at least we're seeing development. Neil, players. Neil recruits his ass off. Neil gets guys in there that, that we never thought we'd have a chance to get. He's went. He's found a. Uh, he from from the way it looks, game one. He found himself a uh, a diamond in the rough with Donaldson. They're going to have to pay that kid some nil money to keep. That's what him I around. said the day after. Toothman, Toothman someone Ford. better get him a truck right now. Toothman Ford better give him the, the selection of cars that he wants, and uh, Hugs better talk to Parmar or whatever the fuck that store is, and tell him that Hugs sent this kid because we're going to need to get him some money to stay. Well, you know who else was doing nil deals. The Buck Exchange. Oh. Well, so, so I'll, I'll send, they? I'll send the, uh, we'll send our friends down at the Book Exchange to send him a, uh, a little contract for some NIL money. Which, they by better. the way, go down and get your uh, new gear from the Book Exchange. Nike hadn't put the new gear out yet. Nike's no, but guess what there. is down at the Book Exchange? What's that? The new mini helmets there you from go. last night there you or go. from Thursday night. So go yeah. down, use your uh, Section Three Hundred Four code, get twenty percent off, and. Uh, you can use it online, in store at the Wiley or the uh, Patterson Drive. Yeah, go location. There. Don't don't order it off the internet. Come no, on. shop local. Support your local shops. But 
Dana, give me Dana's give me Dana's balls and the fact that he he's going to line up and tell you to stop him. But but everything else with Brown is is what you want in a coach. I just need him to be less safe. Dana's balls cost us the Oklahoma State game in 2018. Well, I, I get both sides of it, man. I get I really both do. sides. I just it's man, football. That, uh, App State that was go, our game. App State goes for the win yesterday <laughs> on a two point conversion. Quarterback overthrows the receiver, but. It was the right call. I mean, like right. you said, that was a game. They're playing North Carolina. On the road. No, no, no. It was in. It was oh, in. it was in App State. But, yeah. you know, they couldn't stop them, and that was their chance App to State win the game. They went for the in win. The fucking fourth quarter. Yeah. So let's talk about another storyline that these big money big wigs are trying to destroy. What's so that? not only did we get the largest crowd in Pittsburgh sports history, but also <clears> – <throat> The Backyard Brawl brought in 3.15 million viewers, the most watched ESPN Thursday night game in five years. God, where did these announcers come from? Uh, Could they have been well, more Pitt. fucking pit biased? Lewis well, Riddick played, played a pit. pit. I mean, it was just a fucking, just a, 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 a night of what's what with Pittsburgh and these two guys, Berea and fucking Riddick. And it was just atrocious to listen to them call that game. I yeah. understand ESPN cut a lot of people, but god damn, man, give me somebody other than those two. Well, I said next year whenever they come Can we get what, Sheed and fucking uh what's it, King up there? Yep. Get Pat McAfee. McAfee. Ma- yeah. Was McAfee was McAfee in attendance? Yes. I believe he was. There was a lot of there was a lot of former players there, man. That was big that was big time energy up in up in Pittsburgh on Thursday. Oh, speaking of big time energy, didn't you get a you got to talk to a uh, uh Yeah. Jack ended up at uh, some bar early, and he uh, he was he was in there with Beasley, and he called and put Beasley on the phone. Beasley's a big fan of our secondary. He loves Woods, and uh, he said that Ajaye guy has the ability to uh, open his hips and turn and run better than any any corner he's seen. He's been working with him. I asked when Neil was going to put him on staff, and he kind of laughed and said, "I'm ready when he is." Well, Neil. I mean, I mean, you, you got have a, you got a Hall of Famer right there. Get him on staff. Get him working with these kids on the secondary. He said he'd been down there working with him, and he said he's you're going to find out what they got tonight. He said I don't do a lot of predictions. He said, but I'll tell you they're going to get tested. And he said I'm not great with names because of all the transfers and shit. I don't necessarily know the entire roster. He said, but they're going to get tested. He said I'm a little worried about it because they're all kind of new. But he said. Uh, the two we had starting the corner were, were the real deal, and he said Woods is just an absolute monster. I hope he's all right. Yeah, I really do. He said that he worked when he worked with him. He said he was just a sponge, just soaking everything up and picking. He picks it up so fast, and he said he's he's not going to be any worry for you out there. He said he's he's a stud, but uh, but yeah, man, coming out of that game. You know, everybody can sit and say what they want to say. You can second-guess that. At the end of the day, that's a top-25 team. We weren't supposed to compete with them. They were supposed to – I mean, ESPN and a lot of the projections had us losing that game big. And, uh, you know, we hung in. I think this team, if nothing else, they showed you that they're here to compete this year. And, and that ball is going to bounce our way night a few and day, times that it shouldn't. Night and day difference from last year's team to this year's team. Well, and most of it's because of who's under center. Let's Correct. see how they respond this weekend. Um, I will tell you one thing. There is a lot more talent on this team than last year. Correct. It's yeah. clear as day. I mean, Pogba. Pogba changes Pogba. everything. Pogba, yeah. 
How do you say his name? I Lee don't know. Koba. Koba? Yeah. Uh, I guess anyway, some, he had like 10 tackles. He looked like a beast. Lance Dixon looked good. Bartlett looked good. The defensive Stills line was great. Man, uh, how about, Sean, Sean Martin had a sack. How about Steele's move? They were double teaming him. So he goes in, chucked that double team, and then stunned and slid down the line to make that one tackle. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be a problem for offenses. And and, and if, if Steele's can do that, read that, and take on that double team and still be able to find a way to get around and – I'm I'm not discouraged. If it, no, I hate no. I hate to lose and yes. I hate that we lost. But if you look at the big picture, I mean it's it's not like a typical game that you're discouraged thinking here we go again another disappointing season. No, we're that's... done. I th- I'm hopeful. I feel I, I'm staying with eight and four. I'm saying that we're going to surprise a lot of people. You've got a great leader in JT Daniels that isn't going to let this team get down because, like he said at, in his postgame, next game. Well, you also next, have next play. No one on the deal let down. Stills is oh, not going to no, let Stills, him let down. He better have him ready to go Saturday. I think he will. I think he really do. Because you expend so much energy and so much. Uh, you, you get know, an extra day. Or two days, right? Two days, yeah, yeah. But you leave so much out there with that pit game. Emotions are so high and everything. You cannot have a letdown. Because no, you can't have a hangover. Kansas Kansas is still Kansas, but they're a little bit better version of Kansas than what you've seen. Well, that being said, let's take a break. We'll come back and talk next uh, this Saturday. Yeah, it could have been a week from now, but you had to go to Marshall yesterday. So here we are on Sunday. I hope your fucking seats were good. And there better be buns at the end of the rainbow, like I said, because there's just no excuse for that trip down there. They we'll played be. Norfolk State. They did. Disgusting. They did. You tailgate? I did. <laughs> All right. Like we'll t- be right I'm, back. I'm sick of hearing about Marshall. It's like football. tailgating a Hoover game. <laughs> Easy. It's like tailgating a Hoover game. All right. We'll be right back. We'll be right back after this word, 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 word. Son of a bitch! This is Chris Walters with Integrity Insurance Group. If you think you're paying too much for auto insurance, you probably are. Give us a call at 304-346-9181 and have one of my agents work with you on your home, auto, business, or pet insurance. We look forward to working with you. Let's go, Mountaineers. I can feel it Oh 
Welcome back to Section 304 Podcast. And uh, our friends over there at Integrity Insurance also want to let you know they also do pet health insurance, individual dental, and vision insurance. So give our friend Chris Walters a call at Integrity Insurance, locally owned here in Charleston, West Virginia. Locally owned, right? Yeah. We don't shill out for the big corporations. We're all about helping out the little guy, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully some... Mountaineer fans, right? Right. Yeah. Anyway, go go on. That, and that's that, that's that's all it was was make sure may i mean i'm I'm real big on on the local stuff i'll yeah. i'll pay an extra couple of dollars for local there you go so so give her give chris a call tell him that you heard his ad on the uh section three or four podcast <coughs> so that brings us to kansas which it, it's it's weird going into this kansas game coming in this season talking i mean there's actually they got a little buzz. Yeah. I think people, one, they have a really good coach. They do have a really good and coach. And I th- I think they improved at the end of the year. Obviously, they beat Texas. And then, I mean, we had a little bit of trouble with them last year, too. Mm-hmm. That was back and forth. Now, we made some mistakes, but that's we tend to make mistakes. So, I think um, I think they're going to come in with confidence. And we, we got to punch them in the mouth early. Who'd they play? Tennessee Tech actually had a decent crowd i mean they're i i think they're gonna think coming into morgantown that they're gonna win well i mean believe it or not yeah i mean i i'd like to think that can't you know kansas is gonna be your typical kansas and after seeing that's why you got to get them on get on them early and remind them that they are still kansas who can't let running back I start CJ. I don't think that's going to change. I don't think it yet. is either. But they're both going to get touches. Now, he what he I would get many, right? But he had five, seven, or seven. Eight. What I would like to see not only him running the ball, I want to see him in the passing game too, because everything they said about that guy, I was a little skeptical. Because you you know they always blow someone up in camp and then they don't play him. You don't see him West for Lions. five games. <laughs> <Yeah>. or, <laughs> And that's kind of what I was thinking with this guy, but it's pretty clear that he is a machine. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a big boy. Straight line. Straight line, runs hard. Six two two forty. There was a play where he busted it outside. He got about eight yards, but I know the the straight runs were great, the big chunk runs he had, but he But when he can shift and he shifted and took it outside and he was floating. He's good. He looked really, really good. So the that hype. whole backfield looked good. I mean, I have I have zero complaints about anybody who to- who toted the rock for us that evening from the backfield. Um, I got to think this week those drops will will dissipate. You won't you won't see as many because um, that that was just mind blowing to me to have at least three that I can think of right off top in open space. A few of the others are contested balls, but still they weren't really. 50-50 balls. They they hit in the hands and in the numbers, and and they were dropped. Um, There's only one 50-50 ball that game, and that was that Bryce Ford. I was encouraged by uh, Prather fumbled. Everybody lost their mind about him, saying he's not going to be this, he's not going to be that. Very next series, we come back, we throw him the quick hitter, and he takes it 23 yards down the sideline. 
Um, and it looks like the way this offense is going to go is they're not going to let those guys dwell on that because even after Ford's volley set that was the pick six, they came and went right back to him. Yeah, I mean, looking at looking at Kansas, so they only had 297 rushing yards. Again, they played TNTC. Played Tennessee Tech, right? Yeah. That's a very bad FCS team. So, I mean, to put in perspective, Tennessee Tech had 190 total yards all game to Kansas' 502. Passing, Tennessee Tech had 97 to Kansas' 205. Rushing ninety three to Kansas two ninety seven. Yeah, I I don't put any stock in any. No, of they're not running time, the ball against us like that. Time of possession, Tennessee Tech had it thirty five thirty six, and Kansas had it twenty four twenty four. So I mean, in I'll our reality, this. the same team that if if the same team that shows up Thursday night shows up Saturday, this game's over by halftime. Should be, crumbs back in the blue lot early. No, I'll be up enjoying. Power drinking. Power drinking. <laughs> Barry. Power drinking. Well, that's, I mean, maybe Barry won't show up. Barry's going to show up. It's unfortunate. I think he's already sent out his uh, his group meet chat to the uh, Barry gang up there. He better bring the fucking Sour Patch Kids. He knows he's on for week one. You hear that, Barry? Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. I think this is a big week right for Neil now. Brown, though. As um, a coach. If Neil doesn't go 3-0 and here, then... There's something wrong. That's, I totally agree. <laughs> because this Virginia Tech looked bad, and not looking past Kansas, but Virginia Tech did not look good against Old Dominion. No, no. they're speaking, in a total rebuild. Speaking of that game, did you guys see who showed out for ODU, making huge plays? It was uh, plays. I did. Former Ali, Mountaineer. baby, Ali. Ali looked really fucking good down there at ODU. He finished last year with over a thousand yards, but. Um, it's neither here nor there. I didn't think Tech looked good. I don't think they look worrisome. Um, and then Townsend after Kansas. So yeah, Townsend should be a fucking that should be a coaster. You should get to see Nico that game. Um, you should get to see a lot of the younger guys that game. Speaking of, we were wrong. About Green, what? Green got in. Well, that's trash. I that wasn't was, wrong. That was one play. Shut up, Crumb. <laughs> that was one play, and that was a running play. Well, I'll tell you this: I don't mind seeing that a couple times a game, though. To be honest yeah. with you all, I sat there and said, why are we running that play with Daniel? Oh, it was green. Yeah, it was one play and trotted off. I'm not I'm not going to give you the – he's the backup based off that. So you He can is eat, the backup you know, well, you can based eat, off of what he can do in the running game. You can eat Dick Crumb because I think you're wrong. However – I think if Daniel however, goes down, you're going to see number eight waltz on the field and, and command the offense. I think I don't so, too. Think I don't think – I don't think you're going to see the running quarterback come in there for anything other than package sets. sets. So you can take that and celebrate him being trotted out for one play all you want, but that's just not uh, – that to me, that does not make him the backup. Hopefully we don't see a backup this year because the kid we got under center right now is a fucking absolute horse. Who's Kansas returning? I don't they know. They got that the running back, the quarterback. Yeah. Other than that, I really don't know. Yeah, I it's Kansas. Yeah, I mean, they still got a track around their field, did he? I don't think they do. I think they uh, I think they, they dumped some money that. into that place and upgraded a little bit. He's laughing. That means Barry responded back about the Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, he said he's on. He's bringing him. He's got to find the big bag. He know he knows his role. <laughs> he knows his role. Game one out of the gates. You got to bring the Sour Patch. Wonder if he's gonna wear them creepy glasses again. I hope so. I mean, it's the blue lot. Looks like fucking. 
just an absolute sexual predator in the game with those things yeah. on. It's really disturbing. But who cares? I don't know shit about Kansas. I don't care about Kansas. I saw all I needed to see against Pitt to make me think we blow Kansas off the face of the earth in Morgantown. It's a 6 p.m. kick. Weather looks phenomenal. Maybe even wear a fucking quarter zip if you're feeling like you might get cold. I don't know. I'm thinking about going sleeveless and painting my chest. Yes. What's stopping you from doing that? I don't know. Right now I'm thinking about it. self-respect. We'll see. I mean, you know, I don't know that I want to give full Dunny vibes in game one. Which those asking will just, without getting in the story, he just didn't make it past the gate. Yeah, he was checked. (laughs) But, uh, you know, um, I don't know that I want to go into the section starting it off. This is year 10, 12, somewhere in there. 06 is when I graduated, or 05. 05. So what is that? That's 2006 to now. I've sat in the same section, same seat, same crew. I don't know if I want to start this year off with a, with a painted chest. And plus, then people start rumors about Denny getting kicked out again or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I threw up and cleared an entire section out. What a lie that was! <laughs> it really caught fire. Fake news. Yeah. Well, well, no, it wasn't fake news. I did throw up, but that's neither here nor there. There was he no didn't section get thrown out. If I threw up the way they said I did, I would have. I would have been. Escorted by the stadies and and put into a, a drunk tank, but I was left to stand on my own regards. And then the trooper looked and said, "Dude, you don't have to stand here. You can go back, fucking sit where you want to sit." Freaking Joey West, Tazenberry gang. It's all they just make lies up. That's that's what they like to do. So give me a score prediction, Diddy. Kansas. Yeah. Uh, if we don't blow them out like forty-two rock, if game's not over at halftime, I'll be a little sad. I'm thinking forty-two to seventeen. Might mm-hmm. be close in the first half. Might take us a little while, but we're going to handle biz. I'll say 56-10. Just I flip really their score. think that our team is going to come out pissed off. I know our coach was pissed off after the game. He went after the officials. Well, he motherfucked a few And then he the was not taking shit off the press and give me that guy versus – Mr. Rogers throwing team barbecues yeah. any day of the week. Let, let, let me ask. Oh, so not, early. You're not going to get that guy very often. I want that so, guy all the time. So that that game Thursday, seeing him get that aggressive, fiery, that, that fired up. Yeah. I know, but you don't normally get to see it in his post game, but no. you also got to see it translate over to his post game. Yeah. I mean, why? I don't know. It, it made they, me feel good. And they're fucking. You, you know why? Pit, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Pitt followed us off the field and talked shit to us. Yeah. Which is about as classless as you get. Their coach is the biggest blowhard moron I have ever seen. I hope they get pasted next weekend. Next year, if he doesn't chicken out and run to Nebraska, he is going to get his ass kicked in Morgantown next year. We will destroy Pitt next year. Why are you guys firing Scott Frost already? He's Rumor like, is he got asked to resign. When his buyout goes down by $7 million on October 1st, he, he is out of there. there. There's a rumor he was asked if he would consider resigning. Yeah, that was, that was after. But you know why Neil got hit with questions like that after the game? It's because there was other media in there other than the West Virginia softball tossers. Yes. <laughs> so he had to answer real questions. 
It's not people just asking him, so what are your thoughts on the game? Right. How do you feel about JT? Just handing him shit, just lobbing him underhanded fucking softballs and saying crank him. There was people asking him real shit. I agree. No, I agree. I but just, I just mean it, it was nice to see the emotion. You're not going to see that again. I hope we see it all year. I hope we you're see not. it all year. His back's against the wall, man. If we don't win this year, he might get fired. I mean, he's on the and he comes you back. Said, you said he's on his. Yeah. He seat better soaked be pissed off. Gasoline, right? Yeah. If he loses to Tech, if he doesn't go three and zero in these next three games, his seat should be should be doused in in gasoline, kerosene, and wrapped in newspaper and it should be on fire if he doesn't go 3-0 and in these next three games there's a problem but you're not going to see that guy and you know you're not that's not him i said i'm hopeful i maybe I mean, you don't I, see I, it in I the press right. conference but i hope this is the tone of our program i want a program that is pissed off and sick of being 500 i want a coach that on fourth and one well maybe you see that from here on out says Go fucking get it or don't come back. If you don't go get me that the yard. Back, backyard ball, brawl can change a coach. I know Bobby Bowden blew a 35-8 to eight lead. And when they asked him why he ran scores up on people, he said, because I blew a 35-8 to eight lead against Pitt in 1970, and I'm never going to put myself in that position again. Well, maybe, well. maybe from now on on fourth and one. Because, I mean, really, you, at that point, and not to go back to it, but that's the biggest portion of the game for most. If you don't walk into that huddle and look at your look at your entire offense and say, if you don't get me this first down, take your shit off and head to the locker room, it's over for you. There's something wrong. Because I have zero fucking doubt if he lines it up and goes, we get that and it's ball game. We're one and zero, and it's it's a totally different talk about what's going on in Morgantown, because there's way too many people wanting to throw this guy away and move on to a different coach. And you know, like you said, Monday morning quarterbacks, armchair basement quarterbacks. But I just think that was just such the easiest call in the world that if you get it, you deflate the stadium and you put it it's on ice essentially. Now anything can happen. You know, anything can happen. And it's like you can look at it and say, well. Yeah, we learned the, that. Anything the, can happen. On the touchdown that they had where we missed seven tackles or whatever and the guy kind of lets up on him on the sidelines, a la Barrett Green and Mike Vick, and he dives in and scores. Yeah. It's like, well, what's that really going to do if he pushes him out at the two? Well, a fumbled snap. Mm-hmm. A goal strip, line stand. A strip, yeah. a goal line stand. Crazier uh, shit has interception happened. Interception so in the end can zone. happen. Right. That's a la the point of it. Anything Brian can King. happen. But I just feel like that was – I get his his portion of, of saying why he kicked it, and, and I think he would kick it 10 out of 10 times, and that's just him. He's safe. But at the end of the day, you've got to play that out and, and, and say, we're on the road, hostile environment, rivalry game. This puts it on ice. At worst, we're coming out of here with a field goal attempt. Let's just fucking go get me that win. You go full Bud Kilmer, go fetch me a W. Go get me a W, boy. Go get me a W. And you get out of there with a win. You're one and zero. You beat a top twenty-five team, but probably hinds- ranked. Hindsight's twenty-twenty. Yeah. And uh, but I just, just move on, move on from it, right? Yeah, I don't. But I don't think you're going to ever see him be the version of him you want. You're talking about you want him to be. Like I said, give me Holgerson's, give me Holgerson's balls and, and Neil's 
recruiting coaching ability, you got yourself a good coach. But each one lacks what the other is is strong at. So, you know, I don't I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm encouraged by what I saw, but you can't have a letdown this week and they should blow Kansas the fuck up. Who shows out Saturday? Uh, Who, who's the one that we're circling, sitting here talking about Sunday? If uh, if he's given the opportunity, I don't I don't see anybody slowing Donaldson down. Let's see, and that's that's where that's where I'm sitting. But it, it, I you've don't got know. a little bit more film on him. You can kind of game plan for him a little bit. But you got uh, how do you have, game plan for two forty five coming up? The that's what I was getting ready to say. Full steam ahead. I mean, minus packing the box, which pack the box because then jump in and try to stop him. Right, pack the box, pack we'll, the box we'll because JT will just yeah. eat you up. Oh. Put some stick on them. I mean, how long has it been since we've been able to say that? Probably Will Greer. Yeah. You want to pack the box? We'll pick you apart. You want to drop back? Then we'll run. We'll run it down your throat. I that think, team wasn't very good at running. The Will Greer. Yeah. No, but I mean, if you really, I mean, if you if you went with three down linemen, we were getting four or five. Uh, I, think, I think it's a big week for our program under Neil Brown. It's a huge week. I Every think week's really a huge is. week this year. Yeah. Yeah. You can't true. overlook any of them. Every week's a huge week because the Big 12's up this year. Yeah. Ain't none of them games easy. Well, I think it's um, even. I don't think there'll be a playoff team out of the Big 12. But it's going to be a lot of fun because I don't think there's a – I know Oklahoma's the favorite, but I th- I don't think they're the best team. Well, since you I think anybody up, could win it. Since you brought up the playoff, how about the new expansion? Hate and it. Now, now Hate they're it asking – now they're asking for it to be as soon as Hated it. Hated 20, it. 2024 instead of 2026. Loved it. Chrome hates it. I hate it. I'm going to start a college football traditionalist movement and <laughs> want to bring back the BCS. I hate the playoff. Hate it. Everybody hated the BCS when it was in. I know everyone. So what everyone won the everyone won the playoff, and now they get the playoff. Yeah, now the they want to go back sucks. to the BCS. Even though, I mean, I wish there was a way that we could take out the the subjective part of the playoff selection. I mean, at least with the BCS, you had that computer formula that also took into account. BCS was more right than it was wrong, though. Correct. Yeah. You got got the big hyped showdown that is what I always loved about the national championship game. Like Texas, USC, High State, Miami, like clash. It's like a big heavyweight fight. Now, what you're going to have is you're going to have Ohio State – Go nine and three. They didn't look great last night. No, Georgia did though. You're gonna have a high stake. Go nine and three. Eke into the um, bracket and win the national championship. You've got a high state winning nanny. No, I'm just saying when you have a 12 team playoff, oh, oh. you're gonna have a team that has a you know struggles a little bit, and then when they can some turn people it on. like that, but I don't. I think college football is about having the best regular season. I love the regular season. You want to reward people for having a good regular season. Absolutely. Struggling. You Absolutely. think that's what it should be. Yes. That's understandable. But, you know, sometimes a, a team that barely sneaks in wins. As a Giants fan, I can tell you it happens. And it's glorious when it does. Which yeah. is which is great for the NFL. Because the NFL. That's basically what college football is becoming. No, Correct. it's not. Because if you're the worst team in the NFL, you get the top draft picks and get a chance to rebuild your franchise. The best teams get the best players. It's not. It should not be like the NFL. The margin of error should be razor thin. You should have to go undefeated or lose a one game to like a non-conference team or something like that, and then maybe, if you're lucky, you get a shot at the national championship. Georgia backdoored in last year, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they lost the SEC title game. 
didn't mean anything. So there you go. There you go. Like a conference championship game didn't mean shit. But now it will. I yeah. Mean, you at least get I, that. You true. at least that get that buy. Right. So. So what's Notre Dame going to do? Because they can't ever get a buy. Well, I think gonna you think they're going to join the Big Ten now. Yeah, they're going to have to join. And I, they, think, I think. And I think. And right. I think yeah. this. I think part of this is the strong arm, something like that. To get, I, I think this is kind of aiming at getting like away from the NCAA. Sixteen or sixteen four four sixteen team conferences. Maybe twenty because I think the Big Ten is going to expand. I think the Big Ten, the Big Ten, and the SEC expand. The question will be, and right now, I mean, I don't. The SEC's at sixteen, though. I don't think they will. If the Big, if the Big Ten starts making a big jump, they'll start battling each other. Well, I'll tell you one thing about the Big Ten: their grant of rights is up before the SEC or the ACC. So, yes. where they have just signed this monster television deal, they will get to come back to market. Before the ACC, before the ACC and out. SEC, so they have just completely checkmate, which checkmated the rest of college football. You we're, drinking before the game's on? Me? Yeah. Oh yeah. You want to do Edward Forty Hands? No. Why? <laughs> Seriously, I, I know someone who will probably do that with who? you. Dunny. Dunny. <laughs> Guys, no, you can't. But I'm being serious. No. You think Dwayne want to do Forty Hands? No, D. Wayne will be Knob Creek deep. sipping some Bud Lights, having some Marlboros, and then probably enjoying some, some brown water, he smoke, he some smoke, smooth brown water. He don't smoke Newports. No, he looks like an easy Newport. He does guy. look like a Newport guy. <laughs> what? He looks like a Newport guy to me. Or everything camel, about or Camel guy. Light. Nah, everything about that guy's a Newport commercial. <laughs> he'll be. He'll. I'm, I'm sure he's going to be excited. To you really know won't play he, fucking Forty Hands. I mean, no. I'm not talking about the whole whole tailgate i'm just talking about the the initial arrival duct tapes and 40s and let's go no way man you had him thinking <laughs> about it i mean you're the neil brown of the blue lot you just play everything so safe it's first game back live a little bottle of casamigos no i'm not doing any liquor no no i'm not doing that i say that but then you'll see me with a bunch of liquor on saturday i'm sure turned up red waters everywhere so just sunburnt i, I was taking shots of crown apple with sunburnt. barry and barry gang <laughs> i hope to be sunburnt from around the golf on friday but uh we'll see how that works out but i thought for sure you might be in for some 40 hands i'm a little dejected you don't want to do that if you see crumb in those the days are gone lot, if you see crumb in the parking lot look for him Talk him into doing forty hands, and he'll give you some free koozies. Are we still handing koozies out. I've got a shit ton. Of Are we having a tailgate with no. with girls handing out koozies no. and stuff? No, I'm not doing any of that. I tend to just like to tailgate in my own zone. Hey, remember when the bars got that whole box, box of, of Go Mart koozies? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guy was just tired of giving them out and <laughs> take them all. Chris it. goes, "Okay, we'll take them. Yeah, take them all. All right, beers of the week." Are we doing – is that still C. a thing? C.J. Donaldson. He gets everybody's fucking beer that we get out of here. True freshman comes on, seven carries, buck 30, buck 40, whatever he had. Touchdown, block, punt. God did it all. Who on D? He's the truth. Uh, I mean, on D, I mean, looking at it, I'm – I'm gonna go stills. I got three actually. Three you got beers. three, three, beers three people. Yeah. How about you, bud? 
You know what? Since I was going to go with CJ. You went with CJ. I'll go ahead and go with uh, the guy under center. Give it JT Daniels on on offense. Um, it's nice to see a quarterback back there. I, I think he's not only his persona, but but his play, but his play is going to uh, really drive it. And then on defense, I mean, I, I'll have to mimic Stills. I mean, I, I feel as long as his motor's going, we're going. I mean, I know there's a lot more supporting cast on that line, but I, that's I a think, guy to watch next week. Yes, because the the call out on him is he doesn't do it every week. Right. I think that changes. Well, and and you look back at the talk coming into the season, Brown said that he's changed his body yep. and he's changed his mindset. So let's see the change of the mindset. Yeah. Here you go. I got three. Um, Bryce Ford Wheaton. Okay. Yeah. Anyone hating on him, saying he costs us the game. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Exactly. Uh, defensively, while I think Stills played the best, I'm going to give it to – how do you say his name again? Koba. Lee Koba. Koba. Ten tackles, five solo. Look, look great. He did look good. And then my special teams. I mean, pinned him in the, inside the ten how many times? Three. Three. Got the block punt. Yeah. Made a field goal. Something that we've lacked coverage on the kickoff was fine. Yeah, they were they were good top to bottom. They were good. Well, it's funny you said that because Barry at, Barry sent a text in another group we're in, and it said, uh, "When's the last time special teams went our way like this?" And I said, "Not since the Mario Offer days." I mean, that's that's the last time that I could think of most recently that we haven't had a you know we've had. All three sides of the ball and spe- or two sides of the ball going and special teams didn't hurt us is back. You know when Mario offered and those guys were back there returning kicks and I think um, a big reason we stayed in the game was because of field position. Oh, absolutely, we were able to flip to flip yeah. the field. Yeah, that and, was a battle we had to win. And and punter was. I mean, I will go back and say that I haven't felt this comfortable with a punter since McAfee. Yeah, he might be right. I don't know. I'll have to think think about punters today. Yeah, and I'm I'm just thinking off the top of my head, and I could be you you might send something out later to us and say, hey, no here, and they'll be like, well, I can't remember yeah. the last. But I mean, punter, who was the guy from Australia? We had like three. It might have been oh, Brown's first year. Old he, uh, boomstick with no, that big old stash. No, 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 oh. no, no. Um, I forget his name, but he he transferred, I think, from LSU. And he was really good at pinning teams inside the 10, which is such a weapon. It is. I don't is. care what anyone says. So, I guess we'll see everyone Saturday, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. kick. We'll be up early. It'll be nice to see this blue lot packed again. Here, hope there's a good crowd. Hear the buzz around it. I think everyone should be encouraged. However, you got to go out and get wins. So we'll see. Yeah. And like we said, I mean, guys, while you're in Morgantown, first game, and I'll say this, I'm I'm going to take part of the blame for the pit loss because you every Marshall this weekend. Well, no, here we go. No, because I normally buy at least a new shirt before the first game of the season. I normally get it from the book exchange. Didn't this year? Went with a shirt from last year. So, but hey, make sure you shop local. Go down, use our code down section three hundred four, get twenty percent off the book exchange. Shop local, 
they've been serving Mountaineers since like 1934. So, I mean, they've been able to fight fight the big corporations this long. Let's let's keep them going. <laughs> the corporations. The corporations. <laughs> Our state versus your city. I, I wore my Make Pit Eat Shit Again t-shirt in the um, Make America Great Again kind of format of the mm-hmm. logo. Yeah. Then that's not an endorsement of any political affiliation because no, we don't we'll do that to stay on the show. politics but i had a pit a girl who was a student pit looked at it and goes that's the best shirt i've seen all day so well that being said let's get out of here and enjoy this was probably going to be a rainy sunday happy labor day everyone yeah happy labor day see y'all saturday, saturday.